Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast, where we believe that you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we are here to help you make that happen. The time is right now for us to break free of conditioned habits that are holding us back from living a life that is abundant and fulfilling. I'm bringing you all of my insight on meditation, mindfulness, and spiritual growth to help you expand your mind and live the dreams that you've always wanted. You'll also be hearing from top leaders in the beauty industry as well as in the health and wellness fields. These experts are going to be bringing you wisdom to integrate into the Limitless movement. I'm your host, Kelly Mason, and if you are as excited as I am, Plug in your headphones, tune out the outside world, and take this time to nourish your mind, your body, and your soul. Let's get to it. people and welcome to episode number 32 of the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. We have a very special guest today. Her name is Elizabeth Fay, and she is phenomenal. I've had such a blast getting to know her this last year and super excited for you to hear a little bit about what she's got going on and her passion and her heart and her drive. She's super fun, super funny. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how she built this mega influential girl boss adventure camp out in Zion National Park called Hair Love Retreat. And she put the three most important things in her whole entire life all together to make up this beautiful offering to the beauty industry. Can't can't wait for you to hear a little bit more about that. She's also going to be talking about the sacrifices that it takes to grow an empire and also grow it really quickly and what that looks like behind the scenes. And even though there's a lot of sacrifices up front, the fulfillment that it brings later on and how to find that joy in the process. And we're also going to be talking about, and I think you're going to really love this, she's got a really fun way to get you into the present moment to get your ish done. Get your tasks checked off the list and get things finished so you're not wasting time. So she's going to share a few tips and tricks on how she stays on task, how she manages her time so that she can be doing all of the things, running her retreat company, um, traveling around doing her podcast on Hair Love Radio, which you can catch me over on her podcast on Hair Love Radio. Um, We did a really fun little collab over there too. So if you want to go check that out. And she's also got a salon. She's a mom. So, and she's 27, so it can be done, people. I think it's so interesting when people say, I walked 10 miles in the snow uphill in the middle of the winter to get to school, so you should too. I feel like the days of that are gone. If you've got the drive, the heart, the mission, the vision, and you've got the willpower to get things done that you really want to accomplish, you don't have to wait until the time that other people have done things. You can do it now if you want to, and if you're ready. So I'm super pumped for you to plug in and tune out to this episode. Such an inspiring conversation um, from such a amazing light in our industry. Can't wait for you to meet her. Have fun with us. Hey, 
Hey, Limitless Hairdresser, this episode is brought to you by the Limitless Light eManual. It's for discovering your superpower and learning how to own it. It's completely free and you can download it at limitlesshairdresser.com backslash superpower. That's limitlesshairdresser.com backslash superpower. I would love for you to just stop this episode right now. If you're not driving, go to limitlesshairdresser.com backslash superpower, all one word, download it really quick. And then after this episode, if you're feeling a little bit inspired, go ahead and fill it out. It's super quick. It's super easy. And what we made it for is for you to be able to stand out in the beauty industry crowd without changing who you are, who you're meant to be, and who you really want to be. In order to do that, you have to go inward to find your secret sauce. And no worries, you don't have to do this alone. I'm here to help guide you along the way. So go to LimitlessHairdresser.com backslash superpower, download the free Limitless Light Manual today, and uncover your unique gifts that will empower and propel you into your purpose. Hello, Elizabeth, and welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Thank you for being here today. Woohoo! I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) This is so exciting, and I can't wait to dive in and ask you some some interesting questions and have a really cool conversation. Uh, we actually just got done recording a podcast for your podcast, so this is kind of fun. So good, and I'm yeah, really you guys need to go listen. <laughs> I'm super happy to be out of the hot seat. I kind of like my little space over here, asking the questions. <laughs> That's so <It's> funny. funny. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different to be on the other side of it. Yes, I love it, though. This is so much fun. We're having a blast. It's just having an afternoon chat. Um, love it. So, Elizabeth, why don't you tell us a little bit about, like, what you've got going on? You have so many amazing ventures that you're doing right now with Hair Love and Hair Love Retreat and uh, Workshop in a Box. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on and, um, yeah, where you're at. What's What's up? Yeah. So, I'm Elizabeth Fay, and I'm Hey Elizabeth Fay Online. And I am a mommy and I have been a hairstylist for 10 years. I own a salon in Southern Utah and I have educated, oh man, like from working up as an assistant on up. And in 2015, I started my education like independently and it's just kind of grown and morphed. And I'm now um, running a education, you know, media and events company for hairstylists. And our focus is helping um, female entrepreneurs that are hairstylists. And um, Hair Love is a brand where we do very unique experience education. And I won't lie, it's very extra and it's awesome. And um, <laughs> and you can experience it in a few ways. We're mostly known for our big retreat, Hair Love Retreat. We did a couple of pop-up one-day conferences last year. This year we'll have some more events. And then we have a coaching program, the Workshop in a Box. So you can learn in your yoga pants or you can come zen out for five days in Zion with um, hundreds of females and get your life changed IRL. Or online, we got our blog and our podcast. So we're just, our mission is to um, spread light and love. And that's just what we've been working our freaking butts off on doing. And it's working. (laughs) I love it. You, you're so inspiring. And I love how you just are so real and authentic. If you follow Elizabeth on Instagram, I actually have a lot of fun watching her real life. Because it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun and it makes you feel like very relatable. I, like Ellen DeGeneres' stand-up is like relatable and she just says all these crazy things and you're like, oh, but also, yes, that is my life. Um, so 
why don't you tell us a little bit about like what inspired hair love? Like, is there a certain thing that, you know, happened in your, in your life that really made you want to bring hairdressers together in this really cool, unique way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, if you know my story and you can hear the full one, um, I have a, my first episode of my podcast has the whole thing and I cry and I'm a blubbery mess, but I'm like high school dropout. Someone mentored me um, good grades for report cards as a kid, which then turned into being a hair assistant. Um, and then my journey with single mom life and like being an entrepreneur the whole time. It's messy and crazy and fun. And but anyways, I just felt really alone in my career and I it's hard and I felt like I didn't have a safe space to express and grow and stretch and I um, got to a space with my education company we did traveling workshops for four years as a single mom it was one of the best and craziest experiences of my life I traveled to about 30 locations a year and um, and like the whole kid thing and nanny and assistant I mean that's the crazy part of it right like the real like behind the scenes part was crazy and while running a salon and doing hair, it was really, you know, nuts. But I, I got to connect with thousands of women and I realized that I'm not the only person who's felt this way. And being around these women, even though I was the educator, like I've really, they educated me. Um, I learned that how special and life changing it was when I made these friendships and connections. And it was in 2016, Maisie, who's now our retreat director, was in hair school and was in my, it was, no, it was 2016, in Salt Lake. She was in one of my workshops. We had like a crazy oversold out workshop where people were like squeezed in the salon. And I was like telling them my, my hair love dream which is so cool that she was there when I talked about it. And um, I just started freaking talking about it. And then after a year of talking about it, which I do, I talk about things probably when I shouldn't because I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I was like, I need to do something with this. Like, I can't just like let it like burn up inside of me. And um, my dad's actually a really big part of hair love. I grew up like camping in teepees. My dad's a yoga teacher. Um my parents are divorced and so yoga was kind of like how he healed and so he taught at the YMCA and we'd, we'd have to go because we didn't have a babysitter and so we just did yoga at like seven and you'd think I'd be like awesome at it. I'm absolutely not but I like love it and um, so I just grew up like outside. I grew up in the mountains. My dad, I grew up very Mormon and my dad was over Boy Scouts, still is heavily involved so I grew up going to all the scout outings, me and my little sister and so we hiked and we did this and my dad would help these troubled teenage boys. He's like super inspiring and he would, you know, teach them how to connect with God and like get outside of themselves and see life differently. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, and just certain places are really special and the mountains are really special to me. And like being in a space like that is very special and women are incredibly important to me and we are in such a fucking important area you know of like time with women like not only um are we able to you know step into our power at this point but we have an army behind us and equality is something that is just flourishing and it's beautiful and I'm excited to help you know women all colors shapes sizes identities whatever and that's just really really important to me and education for hairstylists is important so it was really like putting the three most important things in my life together and 
um, I just remember like telling my boyfriend and my family, like, could you even imagine like, you know, I grew up going to girls camp and all these outings. Like if we could learn in that setting and bring all my best friends who are like incredible humans together, like what would that be like? And, you know, and all that has like a lot of crazy logistics. No one thinks about like bringing in tankless water and drainage systems and glamping and building stages and teepees like there's so much stuff where you're just like whoa but that's how the dream started and I kind of got to a point where I had been very successful I'd sold millions of dollars in tickets and I had a nice savings account I'd opened my salon bought my house and I said I'm gonna spend more money than I would like to admit to go out on a dream and honestly I wanted hair love to be like an like this just I wanted it to exist just to exist it was like such a passion baby and it's taken over my life fully and um I wanted it to be you know maybe you know year after year but I just wanted to do it once and see if it was what I dreamed it to be and it was so much harder to put on than I could have thought of it was also so much more amazing and changed and took over my life in ways I didn't even know were possible And um, that need that I felt and hundreds of other women felt in my classes um, was real and it is real. And um, that's how it started. And it's it is a very unique, amazing event. And it's exclusive. It's expensive. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's got shoddy service and the best, most brightest minds in our, you know, awesome little sweet beauty industry come together. And it's very special. And Um, after, you know, putting on hair love, I said, hair love can't be once a year. Hair love needs to be a tribe year round. This is too important. And again, um, I went all in and we are an event and media company 24 seven now. And, uh, you know, we have an amazing team and, um, we are just, our eggs are in the hair love basket. I mean, we really believe in what we're doing, whether it's from our coaching program to retreating to podcasting. I mean, you can learn and vibe with us for free or not. We just wanted it to be accessible in all areas and people to grow within it. We want people like Kelly to grow in it and, you know, to shine. And this platform is for all hairdressers, no matter where you fall, salon owners, educators, podcasters. I don't care where you fall. Um, you know, hair love is for you. And by being a part of it, Um, we hope to help, you know, expand your brand and your business and your passions and the community's pretty rad. It'll change your life. I love that. I love that you have incorporated everything that you're passionate about in your, in your life into your business. I think that's something that's so important. Um, you know, especially with the opportunities, like the limitless opportunities we have as a hairdresser right now, limitless hairdresser is that we can truly branch out and do these things now. Who in a million years would have thought that hairdressers were podcasters, event coordinators, media moguls 15 years ago? Like (laughs) what? They would have been like, yeah, that's cute. You just do hair. No, not in a million years. And I think it's so cool. Like the opportunity that the connection of internet and technology has given us, it has been miraculous and incredible to discover and 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 uncover this really cool thing that we're all so much more like in the fact that you're bringing people together in a way that makes people feel empowered to follow their dreams is so freaking important it's so important because there's a lot of people out there who are seeking that you know i having traveled um to so many salons myself and just seeing so many hairdressers maybe like 
who don't live in a big city feeling alone because they can't find their tribe you know 100 or in a big city because you're a small fish in a big pond or like i mean kelly like you're a leader of a tribe but like where do you get your nurturing you know you have your yoga and your meditation Mm -hmm. but it's super important for you to be around other leaders just like you Mm -hmm. you know whether it's in the hair industry or not and so this is a place where we bring in yoga, we bring in beauty, we bring in CEO babes, we bring in authors. Like there's just a really beautiful collaboratory. Like there can be five of us coaching. There can be other people throwing events. I don't really care. I want hair love to help you do those, you know? Yeah. I love it. It's so cool. It totally takes that like um, mentality of competition out of the picture. And it's like, Anyone can do anything and there's always room at the top. Somebody told me that once whenever I was feeling a little defeated and I'm like, I can't teach balayage anymore because everybody's teaching balayage or blah, blah, blah. It's like there's so much room for everyone at the top if you believe that you can do it. Totally, totally, totally. Well, and like, I mean, honestly, like you put on workshops and events like load puts on events. Lacey just did a retreat. Like, I don't care. Like they learned a lot of stuff from me and I helped them and that's great. And that's, if you guys can function like that and connect, like you got to find other people who really can think like that with you. That's when like, you're going to be able to not function in competition mode because you'll know other awesome people who are still awesome and continue to grow and be awesome. And they really like, are totally okay with you doing the same thing because they know that Kelly is Kelly and I'm Elizabeth Fay and those are things that are true, you know? Yeah. Like those cannot be changed. And that's, um, you know, such a great quality of really good leadership. And when you want to be a leader in the industry and you truly want to inspire people beyond yourself, you have to be able and open and willing for people who are going to be around you to thrive and be excited for them and cheer for them. I don't want other people to not start a podcast. You want to start a podcast? I'll tell you how I did it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, let's yeah. go. Cause, because we need more. And we need... Um, have you ever heard of Gabby Bernstein? No. So she's a spiritual teacher. She lives in New York City. She used to be a publicist. She's freaking incredible. She has uh, several books, one of which is called um, The Universe Has Your Back. And... Um, I was listening to her speak one time and she was talking about being a spiritual teacher and she's putting on this presentation where other spiritual teachers were coming to learn how to be a spiritual teacher because if that's something you're being called to do, you need to follow that. You need to feel in, into that gut intuition to do whatever that calls for you to do. Be a salon owner, be a head stylist, be an educator, whatever it is. And she was saying up on this stage with hundreds, maybe even thousands of people in the audience who are looking up to her and adoring her and going, wow, you're changing the world. Wow, you're doing all this. And she said to them, God, it was so powerful. She said, I cannot do this alone. The work that we have to be getting done in this world cannot be done by a single person. I need you. I need you. Yeah. And um, man, I was like crying. I listened to it like 10 times. I'm like... Gabby believes and it's like that's how we need to be as leaders in the industry who are who are doing things that haven't been done and creating things that haven't ever been created it's to encourage and cultivate the other people who are in the industry specifically the people who are the next generation to strive to continue this work to 
please take what we're doing and do it better. Because that's the only way progression will ever happen. And I think it's so freaking cool that we've elevated to the to to a place where we can say that and do that. That I don't think that would have happened 15 years ago. No, no. And I do think that if you don't get to that place, they have not always thought like this. And I mean, th- there's two sides to this coin. Like, I'm just going to be business Elizabeth Bay for two seconds. Like, I trademark my shit. I copyright it. I will send a cease and desist when it's needed. And I have. And I hate it. It breaks my heart when I do it. And I have to. It, but it's part of business. With that being said though you can protect yourself and be a smart businesswoman but there can be other retreats does that make sense there can be other salons there can be other educators so i'm not saying let someone if you're a balayage teacher rip off your manual word for word but i'm saying be friends with other balayage educators it will not water down your life it will actually enhance it and that's and, and that's just the truth. And you will get to a point in your business. And I had to get to this point. It was with my workshops um, that I had to be okay with the fact that I wasn't one of five. And that, that was such a stupid thing for me to be hung up on. But I was. And the second I, like, released myself from that and really was like, wait, has this actually hurt my business? Has it actually affected my personal life? Like, are my ticket sales going down no not at all if anything they went up it was like what it was a mental thing and you will not grow unless you let that stuff go 100 percent. you can only stretch so far if you are being held back like that and if you want to be limitless like kelly says you really have to go let go that is a limitation in your life um being competitive and it's something that you can fully like like let go of if you choose to work on that and when those thoughts arise just like thoughts about your ass arise that are negative if you're me you know um I have to choose to be like that's a cute ass I like those dimples my boyfriend (laughs) likes to spank that butt you know and then I'm like oh you're right girl you know what I mean and but it's it's something you just you have to check yourself before you wreck yourself and it's worth doing the hard work of it because how cool to grow how cool to stretch how cool to actually make your dreams happen and so boom it's cool (laughs) boom yeah mic drop yeah so I think it's, it's, yeah, it's worth it. It's good. So all of these things that you're doing now, because Elizabeth Fay like five years ago was a little bit different. Um, how, how do you cope with the progression of your life and career at this pace? Like everybody dreams of having it all and wanting it all. And a lot of people will start to get there and fall apart. Um, and you seem like you're on a roll. Like, you know, it doesn't, and sometimes that doesn't mean like we have everything together. And I know you've been very honest and authentic saying, you know, sometimes things are messy and sometimes things aren't easy. But how do you cope with the day to day of being like, I'm going to continue doing this with peace and joy and fulfillment in my heart, knowing that what I'm creating is bigger than me. And how do you keep that momentum going without going, dude, this is like so many things just went wrong and I could just quit today. Okay. Do you want the real real of all yes, this? Yes, it, I do. It's like, it's like showing my tits to you real. Um, okay. So here's the deal. I have grown my business in the last five years. We joke in dog years. We have scaled so quickly. And I 
and I'm going to, you know, give that up to God, give that up to my friends, give that up to hard work. I'm also going to give that up to I have sacrificed a lot, you guys. There's a lot of things I missed out with my kid. There are a lot of things I've missed out on and having fun. There's a lot of TV I haven't watched. Like there's a lot of like family functions. Like I I have a why that's so much bigger than a lot of important things to other people that um I I've just missed out on it and it's totally worth it to me. And you know whether that is or not for you that's fine but like that's that's the truth so I'm just gonna like lay that out there like this is not like a walk in the park I actually say in one of my bios on my coaching program like business has not been a walk in a park unless you're talking about an obstacle course with trees on fire like (laughs) you know and it it still can be fun and exciting and fulfilling it has to be to do this kind of work but it's not easy so I'm gonna say that just because I never I have so many people like you guys are the cutest couple or you're such a great mom And I go to therapy weekly. I have a life coach weekly. I am in life coach certification now, mainly for me, even though I coach other people. My boyfriend and I go to sex therapy. Like so much of my success, I seriously give it up to therapy. Um, I also am very like anally protective about how tight my circle is. I do not speak to people, including family, who do not breathe light and love into my life. And like my mother, I I love her and I adore her and I speak with her. But if things start to go sideways and she doesn't even know I do this, I'm like, hey, mom, I actually have to go. A call's coming and I love you so much. I'll talk to you later. I don't I can't let anyone mess with my head this deep into the game. I'm putting on half a million dollar events. It can't go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I've had to like protect my circle. Lots of therapy. Um, I'm not by nature organized or routine based. I am ridiculously calendared. I'm routine even to the point where date nights, self-care, all of that is calendared or it won't happen. Um, I've just had to like, you have to perform like an athlete if you're going to grow really quickly. And so that includes um, delegating. That includes scheduling time for silly things like sleep. Like I I told my boyfriend a few weeks ago, I need more sleep and I made some changes to get more sleep. And so it's, it's different for everyone, but, um, and I'm going to say this, like everyone's got to be all hands on deck. Like it's really important in my last marriage, we were not all hands on deck with anything. And my boyfriend and I talk about everything, like from our bowel movements to uh, business, like we talk (laughs) about it all seriously. And like, um, like everything because if we don't there's like so there's too much going on not to and so um yeah and what I mean this is like a silly thing but this changes my life um I like want to perform you know they say like there's so many hours in a day you want to be like Beyonce and that doesn't have to be work I just want to have a full life of all these things and um I I do think I get a lot done and I'm I'm very very productive every day and I, I do this and it's so simple. Um, I My month before my month and I have my really important time slots, right? Doctors, nail appointments, hair, like for myself. I have a hair appointment. I take my kid to therapy. You know, if he has a karate thing, like the things that like I know are set. And then um, I do my week in advance. And so that's Sunday night. And we're like, okay, we have date night. We try to do weekly date night. Um and then I try to do a family outing once a month and 
and then things um, like that. And then I start planning um, the night before we have those like little to do's um, as tight as like, okay, I wake up at 6 a.m. I prep this email. Then I'm mom for two hours. I take him to preschool directly after I go straight over and film like and then I have my my business task which right now we're right before hair love are pretty insane and I will prioritize them the night before and I'll only spend 10 minutes doing this I know it sounds crazy but like Mm -hmm. you know what your to-dos are and I write them in priority list I do not let myself move on to the next task until I do it and if I feel myself lose focus I stop I go get a drink I go outside I stretch even if it's for two minutes I turn on like a song. I call Maisie for fun. I, I do something to get myself out of it and back in because um, I don't have the hour to waste, but I do have the five minutes to like regain myself or like get some sugar or water or whatever. And um, that's that's how I get it done. You got to be organized if you want to do a lot and if you want to scale and it's kind of that like do it, delete it or delegate it. And um, that week in advance, that Sunday night, for those of you who are moms, that's a great time to be like, hey, date night, I need to delegate a babysitter. Um, oil needs to be changed. Maybe my you know, husband can drop you off on your way to work and pick you up on their way back. Like you can fit it all in. You can do it all. You can have the dream man, the kid, the work, all of it. But you have to perform better and you have to schedule fun and you have to schedule date nights because when your plate gets that full they they won't happen at least for me my plate is too full that fun won't happen self-care won't happen um quiet moments won't happen unless i plan to wake up earlier and have them and so i don't know it's pretty intense i know i sound like an army sergeant that's just like the truth like of what it looks like you know it's it's nice and it's refreshing to hear because i think so many people like really want to get to that next level they want to level up they want to have a more full clientele they want to really go for that business or do that next thing but what we don't know is what it's going to demand of us at that space and I talk a lot about energy and the way that that plays into um, our growth and expansion and at the level of the things that are happening in your physical world, you have to be able to have the space internally to hold that. And if you don't, what will happen is that you will, you will like combust. You won't be able to handle it. You'll have a mental breakdown. You'll feel like depressed. You'll feel like um, all up in your head, angry at people reacting. Yep. And it's not. And, a- and that's yeah. And it, it happens. I'm not going to lie to you, Kelly. I have had mental breakdowns. I've had anxiety attacks. I've been depressed within since starting Hair Love um, because it's so demanding. And I have had to, like like I said, like step out of the desk and do something fun. Like there'll be days that I'm like, I'm no good anymore. I'm going to go home and watch Friends. I'm going to just hang out with Strider. And I've just learned to like demand what I need of myself. And if that is something different, like one day it was sleep. Like I was telling you, I was like, I need more sleep. And um, yeah, it, because it, it is hard and scaling's hard and it, it demands a lot of you, but you have to sleep, you, whatever it is for you. Like I, I have to get sleep. I have to have so much fuel. I have to have so much time with my boyfriend, not talking about work in order for me to be happy. And it makes me happier in work when I do it. Cause I love my job, but it will consume me. And I am a recovering workaholic and, um, hair love has been a testament of like that because I probably have been a recovering workaholic about the time I started hair love so it's like 
um, interesting to create those boundaries. And, but like, if you feel depressed, like, um, there, there are times I literally was like, I'm going to die. This is so hard. I'm actually going to die. And that's like a panic attack. And I've, I've had those and I've also, um, had to go, okay. And talk to my therapist. What do, what do I do? What do I need? And I ask myself and, um, that's, that's fine. Nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. You know? And like, I think that's in those, actually normal. Yeah. And in those times, like our humanness kind of shows. And if we judge ourselves for being human, that's where it kind of goes astray because those yeah. things are going to happen. Like hard things will happen when you're trying to get to the next level. But can how you, could they not? Yeah. It's like, it's like a test, right? You know how people are like, the universe is testing you. The universe is testing you. It's freaking true. It's going, yeah, it's can friction. you take it? Can you take it? Can you take it? Yes, because if you can't take it, if you can't take it here, you're not going to be able to take it to the place you really want to go. And it's like a prep. It's like a, it's like an obstacle course prep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it freaking is. I literally had a call with my life coach and I said to her, I'm having so much friction in my business and in my life right now. Where is the breaking point? Where do I, cause, cause I do this. I call it mental gym. I, t- I have to listen to books every day. I have certain things I have to do or I can't give. I, I just, I, I give, we give a lot. I mean, you guys can look at what I do online. It's a lot of, we're pumping out a lot of stuff. And I, granted, I have a ton of help and that's the only way it would even be humanly possible. But, um, is I still have to give a lot and I have, you know, that includes my family. They require a lot. And, I was like, what, what is friction? What do I do? What's too much? And she's like, it's a personal decision. And so she's like, some people feel a certain amount of friction and they're like, this is not worth the sacrifice of whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Of feeling this upset, of going through this. And, and she walked me through, she's like, what is it you want? Why are you doing this? And I started sobbing and I said, I want other women to not be alone. I want to change their lives. I want to give them something special and I want to create this for the next 10, 20, 30 years in our industry. And I know it will not always be this hard for me to be able to give this to people. And I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go through this. I'm willing to not make money for the first three or four years from, you know, all this stuff that like no one probably knows. And, um, and that's when I was like, Hey, the perseverance is worth it for me. And it's just, that's a personal decision. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And that like, not all of us need to be crazy and dream and do wild things to make the world a better place. Some of us need to attend them and speak at them. And some of us need to, you know, do, there's all these different roles. Like we were talking about on our podcast interview, but, um, that's friction and that's how you grow and you push back. And like, um, Kelly shared her story in my podcast, like all the things she's gone through with educating, you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing now if you didn't go through those. And I know that will be the same in what we're doing. And so, yeah. So if, yes, I have had mental breakdowns. Yes, it is hard. Um, yes, it is still worth it. And yes, there's a lot of happiness and joy, but it's like almost as much work you know, it just, it's more fulfilling. It's like, um, oh, Simon Sinek, I think is his name. He says, what you do will bring you happiness. Why you do it will bring you fulfillment. Yep. And so that's like, that resonates with me on a really deep level. So Absolutely. that's my crazy story. <laughs> I love it. I love your story. Yeah. It's, I just think it's so important to talk about these things candidly because there's so many people out there who have great ideas and I teach this in one of my classes in Beyond Business is there's two different kinds of thoughts, 
right? Like we have so many thoughts a day, 80,000, whatever. So many. There's two different kinds. There's like an opinion or a judgment. And then there's an inspired thought or an idea. And hairdressers, we tend to live a lot in the inspired thoughts and ideas, especially like creatives and people who are um, building businesses and doing things that are new. And sometimes we don't know when to stop with the inspired thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, It's like we get so many of them. And so, you know, what I think is so important is, you know, recognizing when that when that um, mental thing starts happening, that friction, as you call it, starts happening. That's the time. That moment is the time to ask for help, to slow down, to relax, to sit down with a pen and paper and write down how you're feeling so you can read it and say, do I want that? Do I want to feel like that? Because all of these ideas can become overwhelming. Like it can, it can be harmful to us because then, you know, all of hairdressers say we have ADD. We, I can't meditate because I think too much. It's like, it's just no, the pro- it's the no. process of choosing what ones you want to follow strategically. Yep. Everything is a plan. Like as you're t- telling me the way that you plan out your life, I'm like everything is a plan and we have to plan out how we want to think. We have to plan out how we want our lives to operate and sometimes that has that has to do with sitting with what we are thinking and is it a choice that we want, you know, is this a choice we want to make? Because our brain's going autopilot so much. It's like all of a sudden you're like, and then if you're able to cut it in the middle and go, you like my sound effects? It's like, Mm -hmm, wait a second, (laughs) here we are doing this. Is this what we want? And that's where we have to shift. And what's really hard is change. But also it's so liberating is being empowered to be able to change. And nothing stays the same. And so we have to be able to adapt to that. And um, so these cycles of like pain and suffering and like questioning and doubt is just part of the process. Absolutely. And then it's, yeah, it's that moment where, you know, when it does get too much, I, that I call on, you know, that person in my life to be like, okay, what are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Where are we going? Do we want to stop? Do we want to scale back? Do we want to push through? And yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't grow businesses on accident very far you can start mm-hmm. a business on accident you can start an idea on accident but you don't scale multi-million dollar companies on accident you don't scale a huge clientele with assistance or two on accident you don't open salons and make them profitable on accident like accidents only get you so far and so yeah you have to be you know you don't have to know everything you're doing all the time like we definitely are like oh we feel called to move in this direction you know but you do have to plan at least the near future and think about where that's gonna be big picture you know absolutely we need to know where we're going we have to have intention yeah yeah love it well I hope this did not scare people but like more so made them I think it's great to see the behind the scenes of something and to humanize like you know the process and um if anything I, I want people to feel empowered and also feel like they're normal you know I don't ever want anyone to think someone is superhuman and they're just not good enough because that's never what it looks like you know absolutely absolutely so w- during this whole growth of hair love and like creating this tribe and this community and this just amazing movement what's the what's the hardest thing that you've had to get through mentally to allow it to unfold? 
Um, there's been a few. I mean, I, I'll be honest. It is um, the financial investment is big, you guys. This is a very big financial investment. And, um, you know, we like to be like, oh, money's not an issue. Of course it is. Like, of course, like coming up with a million dollars is like not like snapping my fingers. And I'm very much like a manifester and believe in that. But um, to believe in what you're doing so much so that um, you're okay with a startup that cost money and also changes lives and isn't immediately profitable and like we our business coach um you know has walked us through what's normal for startups you guys i'm a high school dropout so like i i don't know what it costs to start a company i don't know what continues to go into that i didn't know how long you know an event and media company does or doesn't make money and um this was started with a lot of passion and experience and amazing humans and so just like getting like we we have coaches now who are so awesome and helpful and like really when we look at those numbers because numbers have been a scary thing for me just in general like just being a high school dropout and like not liking numbers and I've had to really you know be organized and do things that are against my nature the numbers understanding spending that much money um has been hard and like um that is probably a big hurdle to go through just because I've started salons and other companies but never anything this large and I remember thinking my salon was a huge investment and having that panic attack you know and being like oh my gosh and so it's just that growth process of like the first time you go booth rent you're like oh my god I have to spend four grand on color you open a salon oh my gosh I have to spend 50 to 100 thousand and then you decide to open a media and events company and you're like, oh my gosh, we're spending millions, you know? It's like, what in the actual hell? Like, <laughs> and so um, that that scaling and growth and that takes a lot of balls, a lot of faith, um, a lot of help, a lot of coaches. That, that takes a lot of things. And But I, I just believe in what we're doing and I'm, I'm all in. I, I know we're changing the industry and I'm I'm happy to help and serve where I can, and I feel like a vessel to do that for people. So amazing! Yeah, that's that's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that you know that's not something we all talk about very often. But that, no, I've never talked about that. But that, you asked. That really is something that holds a lot of people back is financial because a lot of times when I've sold classes or I've had this or I've had that and I've sold things, and people will come to me and say. Oh, I'd love to take your class or I'd love to be there. I'd love to go to this. And I'm like, well, you know, what's holding you back? Like, what what is it that you, you can't be here or you're not allowing yourself to to put yourself out there? Money. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. They're like, I, I financially can't do that right now. I financially can't invest in that right now. Financially, I don't feel like um, I can spend that right now. And so hairdressers, like we've had a real problem in our lives, in our industry with um, that lack mentality and not living in abundance. And it's something very hard to reverse um, because we're always kind of sh- scrapping for that next thing. Hairdressers don't have retirement plans. I love that you have, I think, an episode on Hair Love about retirement. And um like that without his number he's my financial coach hire him 
We have a full manual on it. We just did two episodes on money mindset, one on my story of scarcity and overcoming, and the next one on how to tangibly get over that. Like, there are resources, you guys. Like, listen, I recommend these two books, You're Badass at Making Money and Profit First. It has a system that's great for service-based providers. Follow it. Done. Do it. Make it happen. Yes. And it's, it can be just as easy as that if we can believe that it's easy, easy as that. And you have to have that like want. So if you want to keep saying that you don't have money, if you want to keep saying that you can't go to these things and be a part of things because of money, it's a choice. Because there's Elizabeth's giving you resources. (laughs) Yeah. And one of them is like all on your brain. And the other one's my story with it. And you have Kelly and there's so many people. And I just think, you know, we all have that story. And that's where like those books will walk you through your childhood. And some of those podcast episodes will help you with that. Because that is real. Like those are more real than almost like physical money is. And we talk about it's mindset before money. Like you will not make the money until your head is right. And Kelly can attest to that. And um, like, yeah, so work through it. But like, do you want to live like this forever? Are you sick of it yet? Good. Mm. Let's change it, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Because you, you do get to a point where you're like, is am I tolerating this anymore? Do I want to tolerate this anymore? And until you can yeah. go, no, I don't want this anymore. That's the point when you get all fired up and you get angry and you start feeling like, you're mad at yourself for allowing allowing that to be the standard that's the time to go why i'm the only one who can change this yeah do i wait a second do i want to hold on and if the answer is yes then do it and seek it put it out there and there's so much there for us i mean i didn't know how to do a podcast you didn't know how to do a podcast so that i go guess i'm not doing a podcast no, no, it's I still like, don't know how to hook up my podcast. Exactly. <laughs> but you figure out yeah. what it takes and you do it. Yeah. I had my first ever call with like a sponsor and people like now like saying they want to do things for me. And I'm like, I don't know how to, how to do a pitch. I don't know how to talk to people about this kind of stuff. Yeah. I didn't finish college. I don't have a business degree. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So guess what I, I do? Freaking Google University is what I do. And I ask people. Yep. You have you, you just have to ask and be like, hey, yeah. I don't know this. Do you? And yeah, do you have any information, please? So many people are out there willing to help, and I think that, totally. that we just have to get past the fact that people do totally, want to help us. Totally. Well, and even the people like so we've done big presentation corporate pitches, which is so funny. I'm a high school dropout. I'm a hairstylist. Like what in the uh, what? And so we're like, yeah, no problem. We'll totally have a deck and a slideshow and tire <laughs> all the things. And you know what? I just the first time it was Redkin L'Oreal. I was like, can you teach me how L'Oreal likes to see pitches? Sure, no problem. Like people the only the person asking you will tell you. And I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> and so, like, just like she said, just ask for help. And, you know, if what you don't ask for, you definitely will never get. All right. We only have time for a couple of questions. So I'm just going to shoot them to you really quick and you just shoot them back. Okay. Um, in one word, how would you describe the hair industry? Hmm. Empowered. Um, favorite food? Ooh, sushi. Most used mantra, something you tell yourself to get past the hard stuff. Um, this year has been, I am worthy and I am abundant. Favorite word? Light. 
What fascinates you? One word. Nature. Nature. Good. And favorite quote? Oh, we do not climb the mountain for the world to see us, but we climb the mountain for us to see the world. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Elizabeth, so much for hanging out with us today. Really appreciate it. I'll put all of the links below for how you can find out about hair love, workshop in a box, all the amazing things that are coming from Elizabeth. And thank you so much for offering your amazing insight today. Anytime. I look forward to working together more. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Bye.